I am joined by Dr. Paolo Bianchi, if I pronounced that correctly. Good morning, Paolo. Good morning, Dave. It's, um, it's a pleasure to have you on, and uh, thank you for your time. I'll start off by saying that. I've got to say, I'm, I'm just, I'm gobsmacked. It's not often I'm short of words, but we have known each other, Paolo, for many years now. Many, many, how many years do yes. we know each other? I think we Quite a lot of years. Oh, we're certainly going for seven, eight years. It's got to be. Ten. And uh, yes. to me, you've always been Paolo, an absolute gentleman from Italy, uh, Marino de Stabio, and lots of lemon cello. Lots of lemon cello. <laughs> I, I, I've suffered many mornings because of your generosity. <laughs> Happy we, memories. We have something to talk about, didn't we? <laughs> Indeed, we do. But <laughs> you, you know what? One of the great things of doing the, the the radio, especially interviewing somebody that you've known for a long time, is that you realise not only did I not know your second name, which is pathetic, but you realise how little you actually know of the person. And I've read your bio. Yeah, I'm 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 awesmacked by it. You you have uh, mixed parentage. Your father was. Am I right? Your father was Italian, your mother was English? Or I got yes, dad's, dad's Italian. Uh, Mum's English. They met in North, North Africa many years ago. Daddy used to play in a music band. He was actually quite famous. And, and mum and was there, you know, looking at this uh, man. Obviously, there, there was some kind of attraction. Then it was UK, and then uh, uh, they got married, and the thing went on. So I really had the best of both, best of both cultures. Very, very lucky. And so where, where did you grow yeah, up? On one side. You, you, grew, you grew up in England? I was England until I was six years old, and then it was uh, half half England, half Italy until I was about eleven, twelve, and then uh, more Italy, especially in, in the summer. Anyway. Okay, so you've you've had yes. quite a mixed upbringing, <coughs> and and now you're based. Yes, by by the way, yeah. by the way, I just I've just had my uh, DNA test. You know that my heritage thing. They won't mm-hmm. make an advertisement for anyone, but anyway, I had this DNA test, and it tells you, you know. But where you come from? Yeah, um, you're half Irish, uh, are you? Well, yeah, I'm also <laughs> Irish. Forty-seven percent Italian, and that's fine. And then I'm English, Irish, Scottish, and Welsh. Forty-three wow. percent. And then there's ten percent missing. <laughs> which, which, <laughs> which is a difficult one. Anyway, that that the ten percent missing is ten percent coming from Iran and Iraq. It was a surprise. My, my, my sister got um, a DNA test done, and she's born and bred Irish. Uh, her parents were from uh, rural Ireland, and she came up as something like 30% uh, Asian. It's, uh, oh, yes. it's, it's, it's amazing, the kind of mix. And, uh, yeah, when, when you, you trace your DNA back to all these things, but you've, you've got a lot of Celtic in you. That's, uh, that's a good mix. Well, that's because of mum. <clears throat> yeah, that's because of my mother. Yeah, maybe that's why we get on. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry for that. That's that's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, just reading your bio, you you're a surveyor. You've been in the air force. Tell me, tell me a bit about your your history. Oh yes, you know, the studying was. Um, I, I've always been in the architectural practice of my family in London. Uh, of course, my own self. I I am. Um, my back, my background is is architect, so quantity surveying because I had to do many evaluations, 
And uh, I used to like building, building process. It was building control uh, on the surveying side, and then it was urban planning on the on the architect um, architect side. Uh, so yeah, but, but, but what happened when we were circa twenty years old? We we're here in Italy, and all my friends went for the military service, which was compulsory. Uh-huh. So I said, you know, I must go as well. I was feeling a bit, for some reason, a bit guilty. My Italian part, yeah. although I had a British passport in my pocket. So I just went for it, and um, I've got a special guard in the Air Force, it was tremendous, I really enjoyed that year. It was, it was quite strange, because one day I was in a cemetery in, in southern Italy with my platoon, and uh, there was my, actually my uncle Frank buried in that cemetery, because he was coming up from Sicily when he was shot by a sniper. So he was, he was resting in the cemetery, and I was standing for Italy with the, the Italian national anthem on, the British passport in my pocket. It was a bit um, <laughs> it's real. weird sensation, but yeah. great. It's, uh, I remember what my girlfriend, who then became my wife, what she said at the time. So it some things. Just something happened between Italy and England. What, where would you say? Uh, I said, no, don't, don't, don't ask this kind of question, you know. We live, um, we live a, a, a very nice life and a peaceful moment, so that, that's not going to be an issue. Anyway, interesting things that, uh, that happen in life. If, 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 if I was to ask you, what would you consider yourself, English or Italian? Uh, put it like this, Formula One, I'm UK, and football, I'm Italy. <laughs> Good <laughs> answer. <laughs> so after you, 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 did your, you did your service for Italy, and, uh, and I commend you for that, actually, because you, you had a choice. And uh, you, you chose to serve, so well done for that. Uh, it's the kind of person you are, Paolo. Then how did you get into yachting? Because you, you, left, you left your service and went back into architecture? Yes, it was, um, it was a period of uh, studying, working, and uh, I used to manage a construction company. And we set up a company in the UK. We were sort of big development catalysts, developments in Sardinia, many Italian art main Italian islands all over the world, uh, based in London. And then we were planning an airport. I was managing the project scheme of this, uh, the design of this big airport. In the same town, they were planning a marina. So the, uh, the engineers who used to work from, uh, for us, uh, UK-based, um, used, um, used to have their clients also MDL. So they said, well, we're in the same town. We're planning an airport. It's going to be a marina as well. Why don't you involve these guys from the UK? I said, yeah, fine. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll have them over. They're nice to, it's always uh, very nice to meet, meet people, new people. We might be able to do something there together. Came down, uh, meeting was uh, an absolute disaster due to <laughs> Italian politicians. Yes, really, uh, really sort of embarrassing. But, uh, you know, we sort of uh, fell in love. So uh, this beautiful person called uh, Tony Keeler, he was the chief executive of MDL at the time. And he said, uh, this was June, was June 2006. He said, Paolo, you know, we'd really like to do something in Italy. Uh, why didn't you come and um, see us, you know, at the Southampton Bow Show? We might have a beer together and we might be able to shake hands. I went to Southampton, to the Southampton Bow Show with, with, uh, with my godson, Jonathan. Went there, Tony, there was uh, Mick Beckersworth, Tony Keeler. We had the famous beer, and then uh, at the end of a couple of days, uh, we, 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 we shook hands, and uh, that was the beginning of MDL Italy. Wow. And voila. And voila. Simple. And here you are today. So tell me about, yes. tell me about MDL Italy and uh, Marina de Stavio. 
Well, we're very lucky. Marina Sabra is a unique marina for the position it has. As you know, there's very few top cruising grounds in the world. We're very lucky in Europe because we have the Balearics, we have Sardinia, we have Porto Sherbo, beautiful Croatia. We also have Capri, Capri and Sorrento, which are the areas we serve with Marina di Stabia. So it's five minutes away from Pompeii. Uh, from the site, literally by car, 12 nautical miles from Capri, six miles from from Sorrento. Very, very close. I mean, it's, it's, it's tucked in the southern corner of the Bay of Naples. Uh, uh, and, and the people, people of, uh, of Maria di Stabia, the people of that area, make a difference. You know, yeah. Availability beyond beyond belief. And, uh, yes, yes, it is indeed. Yeah, when, when, when it starts to get warm, you know, from, from, from April onwards. So we still have some super yachts at the moment in Mariam Stadia. Until November. Do you get many yachts wintering there, or is it really just for the season? No, we do not get to yachts wintering. Um, you have the bigger boats. The smaller ones, yes, but not in the range of the super yachts. Above 40 meters, we don't have uh, any particular boat. We have very few staying in Mariam Stadia. Uh, for wintering, they go to the big boat yards. We do have a boat yard in Mariani Stadia, but it serves up to 40 meters at the moment. It's going to be upgraded. And so the big super yards go back to the Palmer, south of France, yeah. where, they, where, they, um, where they come from. Yes. It, it's, it's, um, it's, 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 um, how can I say? It's a destination marina, more than a wintering marina, if yeah. you want to codify it in the, in the marina language. But what we've done, we've extended the shoulders of the season, and uh, it's doing very well because uh, before, you know, before the um, the Monaco Grand Prix, you wouldn't have any kind of um, deal of trade, you wouldn't have any boats coming down. But now things have changed, so we have the first boats coming in April, May, uh, and then uh, up to the end, uh, up to middle of November. So we have a okay. nice long season. Quite We're long, doing yeah. very well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're, um, have you started, there's a, there's a landside development, I'm not sure what stage it's at, is it in planning or building stage yet? Uh, maybe you could tell me a bit, bit about that. Yes, it is, uh, it is a fully approved project, part of a complex urban uh, scheme which involves all the town of Castella Marinstabia. Um, and we are basically ready to go. We are just being the last few I mean, things. It's hotels, it's theatres, it's restaurants, it's... It's, uh... it's a very good project, yes, yes. Uh, commercially, you could call it mixed. Mixed because there's an auditorium, mixed because retail, um, a theatre, spa, whatever. But there's also going to be a five-star hotel and some top-end residential, uh, which will complete the, the offering of Maria Vistabio. Okay, and, and... We already have some bookings. It certainly fits the profile. And, and, and has it, st it hasn't started construction yet? It's, it's, it's still in the planning? Or what stage? 2019, we're starting construction. 2019. And estimated completion on that? Well, uh, we're willing to get it completed in the shortest time possible. But being realistic, it will happen over a period of at least two years, if not three. So, say, we would like to be ready by the season of uh, 2021. Okay, so that's pretty quick. Yes. For the size of That'll be very attractive for captains. Uh, pardon, excuse me. For the size of development, that's a very short time frame. Yes, indeed. And it's, 
it's 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 all, it's all there. It's easy accessible. Um, there's already some some infrastructure in it. So uh, yes, it won't be um, <clears throat> it won't be a tedious process. It'll it'll be uh, a very exciting process. Everyone is looking at us, and then we'll complete our offering. We have a very nice um, yacht club at the moment, a nice restaurant, Michelin-starred chef, a nice pool, crew, and our customers enjoy. We have the captain's corner. We have another building. It's really green, I think, and it's very big. And you know, to walk all around it, it takes nearly an hour. Really? It's, it's, it's a big set. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Uh, uh, well, the pace I walk yeah, so could be two or three hours. <laughs> 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 But that's very exciting for you, and also it ties in nicely with your background in architecture and, and surveying. Um, so you, it's kind of going back to your basics. Uh, would you be Would you be heavily involved in that? I will not. Only oh. a little. Oh, only a little. Hard luck, pal. Yeah. <laughs> they, they might call me in for a few meetings here and there, but <laughs> no more than that. I have to, I have to do boring stuff. Yeah. Well, yep. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go back to uh, the marina. Because uh, there's other couple of things that are, uh, I use the term unique. For example, uh, Mima. Could you explain to me what Mima is? Is it was something? Uh, well, Mima. Is, sorry, it, it, it's complicated and easy at the same time. I mean, when we started, we came from the, the we were planning an airport, as as I said. And first thing we had to do, we had to understand which sites were available in Italy for MBL. So it was a whole valuation exercise. So. Uh, chief executive used to come in at the time and say, well, I like this site, you know, used to make a very rapid guesstimation, a few numbers on the back on the back of the fact budget, and this is nice, we go for it. Myself and to my colleagues, it was different. How, although, yeah, we knew boating, being a keen sailor, uh, we both went out windsurfing, we all been fishing, but marine was another, another thing. Uh, how do you measure tradition? How do you measure heritage? How do you actually um, understand if this is a, a perfect place which your customers will appreciate? So we needed to we needed to write. We needed to write, we needed to understand. And so we had some nice concepts which we decided to transform in numbers. So we, we set up this algorithm, this system, which basically at the end of the day uh, would tell us and does uh, currently how much the market is ready to pay for that birth for that service in that marina, which is fantastic, because from phrases, from common knowledge, you extract numbers, which then you can pour into a business plan and come up into a board meeting with something sensible. So this is the big revolution of NEMA. Imagine a big box, a container, where you can put in the GDP of the country, uh, characteristics of your marina, other marinas. At the end, it tells you how much you have to spend for your marina, in order to have a viable, sustainable business, and how much the market, how much your customers are going to pay for that service in your arena, which is which was very helpful for us. And obviously then it transformed into, which was a lot really appreciated by the market in consultancy terms. In fact, we designed for Salamanca, at the time, I can't disclose this information now, we designed Portville, Marina Portville in Barcelona. Yes. And yes, it was all around me, Matt. Wow. And, and is this something yes. that, that you came up did, did you work on this with Mario? Indeed. Indeed, with my dear colleague, uh, Mario, who's uh, an engineer. Yes. A uh, very, and, very uh, clever man. Very, very clever. Very, very clever. I saw that. Next life, we decided. 
Yes, did you? Yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> it was a nice surprise. Yes. And, and Mima, is that that's is that something that um, uh, is that a product you sell? Is it a software package other people buy, or do people come to you and ask you to produce these metrics for them? It's, it's the latter case. So you work on uh, a kind of consultancy um, basis. It's, it's, it's quite complex if you look at it for the first time. I, I would imagine but, so, um, because uh, the, the metrics you've got to put into that uh, in order to, to get the results is extensive. It's got to be uh, quite a task. You imagine for Barcelona Corbeil, the market analysis went from Gibraltar to Lebanon, many marinas, Jesus. similar to Mariani Stabia, similar to Mariani Stabia, similar to what the brief of Corbeil was at the moment. How long? That's all the, uh, the data you have. How long does that take? Uh, uh, data gathering for a big marina can go up to five months. Wow. Something between four and six. And then there's the uh, elaboration. Wow. And then there's the report. And the, uh, and the final summary. And uh, there are numbers. It's very interesting. The process of um, data gathering is very interesting because you have to visit the marinas. You talk to people. You set up a little forum. Speak to captains. What their needs are what they would want in this specific location. You build it from there. And then the perfect recipe for a marina. You, you, you have to know, uh, <laughs> uh, very simply, uh, you have to know how many births you're going to get in there and of what dimension. And you have to carry out some market projections which consider you know, increasing length and what the future needs of, of your customers will be. Customers up to 25 meters and then over. Uh, bearing in mind, uh, our freedom birthing. So, uh, what happens in the UK? Um, who uh, of our customers um, subscribes for an annual birth in a marina? We don't sell long leases, semi annuals, has the right to birth in all of the other marinas of the group. So, we have these fluxes coming down from the UK, uh, north coast of France, Portugal, going to Spain, fantastic marina we have in space. In Spain, sorry, San Carlos Marina, and then to Marina Stabia. So we have our own family, our own customers circulating, and then we have transit birthing from uh, from other companies, uh, from other companies, uh, like yachts and super yachts. A little bit like time sharing, where you buy into one berth but uh, you can move around to other ones. You are the owner of uh, a period of time of your birth, so you have home, home A, uh -huh. uh, but, but then the, the freedom birthing and NDL, you know, the group puts you in the position of visiting other oh, marinas. Okay. Oh, like, is, is Significant added value for our customers. Yeah, and does, does that tie in with the super birth offer, or is that that's a different thing? Yeah. The, the, the super birth offer in Mariani Stabia is something unique. We have never sold the birth. We would like to sell one at the moment uh, because we would like a super yacht <clears throat> to stay with us also in the winter. Then we have this amazing corner now in the light of the new development. We have this berth which is um, mooring is alongside plus turn two, 100 meters long, 25 I think or 26 meters wide, and uh, with a, a shore area, uh, a shore of circa. 300 square meters, all SPS, and it's really incredible because to, to find a berth with with this kind of uh, amenities 
24 and in that um, parking slots in that location. So it means the super yacht wants to start the season early. Chartering in the area of Sorrento, Capri, Holy Island has a significant base in Maria di Stabia with everything you need because 300 square meters on the land side mean a lot. Yeah. This then includes storage, includes uh, car parking, and a uh, an important, I would say, level of, uh, of freedom of independence. Yeah, and that's available now. That is available now. Um, we have studied it. We have uh, we have designed it, and uh, yes, it is on the market. I'm very happy of this. We're very happy of this offering. That's why I called it unique. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm envious. I wish I had a boat. <laughs> Anything we need else? a big one first. Yeah, yeah. I think I would. Anything else you'd like to, to have a chat about? Or? I, w- I would like to, to thank you. And uh, I would like to tell you how much I am pleased of this amazing radio you have. Me, I've known you for, for 10 years now. Uh, I've appreciated you as a professional in your previous businesses. And now you've come up with an excellent, excellent offering which I have on my PC all day because it's the only radio that doesn't come off when I change page or I'm dealing with my, my, my iPad. I'm really, really uh, delighted. And I would like to thank you also very much for the incredible event we had in Monaco. Hope to do something together again. I'm sure we will do for next year. But uh, yes, um, I, I would like to uh, express a very big thank you. Well, Thank you, Paolo. That's that's extremely. I'm so glad I recorded this. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> Paolo. Thank you so much. It is an absolute pleasure, and, and it has been for us as well. And um, hopefully, you'll, you'll come back and, and talk with us soon. I uh, certainly will. Well. Uh, in the in the near future, we'll be uh, coming over to Parma, and uh, I will certainly not miss a coffee together. Well, maybe we'll get you into the studio. <laughs> Paolo, I would love that. Paolo, I would love that. Thank you so much for your time. It's much appreciated. And thank you for your kind words. Thank you. Take care. Have thank a, you very much. Have a great day. That was Paolo from MDL, Marina de Stavio, an old friend and a really enjoyable interview. Thank you again, Paolo. And uh, thank you, Dave. Time for some music.